You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Ten minutes after nine. It's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful evening. And many, 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 I'm going to say it again one more time. Many, many, many mommies and daddies are tuning in and listening to Marcus Sahaba, uh, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. It's a beautiful night, the night of uh, Laylatul Jumu'ah, Yomul Jumu'ah, to all of our wonderful mothers and fathers and our beloved listeners, Jumu'ah Mubarak, to one and all. Well, it's time for our discussion. And tonight, it's, it's a, I don't know, I don't even know how to start it. I do have my beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mulana uh, Sareem Kareem, Dhamad Barakat to whom, from Ladysmith, <laughs> myself and him, we, 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 were, we were speaking um, this morning regarding our topic tonight. And tonight we're speaking because there are many, there are many children who are listening to uh, uh, the program right now, who are married, they don't even have time for the beloved mother or father, my beloved listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, my beloved listeners of the discussion. See, see in today's times, you know, would you go to that, would you go to that extent, you know, to make so much of khidmat for your mother and father? Yes or no? Look at today's behavior of our kids. Look at the akhlaq of our children. Wallahi alabim. Today a son can stand, a son can stand and look into his father's eyes like this and say, and say, Dad, what are you telling me? Taima, what are you telling me? Tani, what are you telling me? Today, the daughter, she can say, actually say, Ah, mommy, I want to listen to you. Behavior of our kids. But tonight, I want everyone to listen attentively. Ustad is going to give us some beautiful words of advice. We're going to start first with our durud. Then, inshallah, we're going to be going on to parents. Disrespecting parents. Where is the key to Jannah? Where does Jannah lies, my beloved listeners, of, of uh, the, the discussion? Ustad, I hope you're there. And I hope you're loud and clear because tonight is a very interesting topic. Uh, many, many listeners are already sending their questions in. Uh, somebody already says that, you know what? Uh, my son actually disowned us because of his wife. Uh, I would like to remain anonymous from Africa. That's what the listener says. Our son actually disowned me and my, his father, meaning uh, my husband, uh, because of his wife. Well, uh, Ustad, it's a beautiful evening. Welcome to the program, the discussion. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum wa salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu, Murana. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the true understanding of deen. Allah ta'ala inculcating us adab and And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive our gunas and our sins. Tonight is the night of love. Tonight is a night of du'a. Tonight is a night of tears. Tonight is a night of blessings. Mm. Tonight is a night to ask Allah for all that you desire in this world. And one of the most beautiful du'a to start off, Ki Allahumma qini azabaka yawma tub'atu ibadak. Oh Allah, keep me away from the torment on the day when you resurrect your slaves. That's the dua we should start with. Allahumma qini azabaka. Oh Allah, keep me away from torment yawma tub'atu ibadak on the day when you will resurrect us and wake us up. Oh Allah, protect us from azabi jahannam. 
Ya Rasulullah, it's your name. What a beautiful way to express your love. Ke sabah ye jaake tu kehna. Oh, this morning beautiful breeze. When you pass the Rosai Mubarak of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mere salam ki baat, after you have conveyed my salams to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mention it, ke tere naam ki rathe, ratna means to keep repeating over and over, ke tere naam ki rathe, khuda ki naam ki baat. After Allah Ta'ala's name, if there's any name that is taken in abundance, Ya Rasulullah, it's yours. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Allah Ta'ala has given us children as an amanat. We have lots of changes, lots of challenges. And it's heartbreaking when you see parents in old age suffering. The very same children that they made dua to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, cry to Allah Rabbul Alameen, those very same children today have become an azab and a punishment. So Allah Ta'ala protect us before some of the most beautiful du'as that we should be making so that that love and bond between parent and children remains strong. Okay. So let's look at some of the beautiful du'as that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to recite and what Allah has mentioned. So there's nothing better than to start with dua, Mulana. We will answer the questions of our listeners. But just look at some of these beautiful duas. <laughs> and it shows to us that what a great gift a child is from Allah. What a rahmah from Allah. What a mercy from Allah. What a joy from Allah. And we, how do we treat them? How do we love them? It's a different story. So, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Some of the du'as that Allah Pak mentioned in the Quran. Rabbi Habli Minas Salihin. Rabbi Habli Minas Salihin. Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam made this du'a. <laughs> and after many years, Allah gave me his child. From Hazrat Hajar, and it was Hazrat Ismail. He was first married to Hadrat Sarah, no children. And the whole incident is mentioned in the Quran. I'm not going into the details. Almost 120 years old, Hadrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu And what a dua to Allah, Rabbi habli minas Allah grant me a pious child. And from Hadrat Hajar who he married, Allah Ta'ala blessed him with Hadrat Ismail. <laughs> And thereafter, Allah Pak also granted Hadrat Sarah, his first wife, a son. And the name of that son was Ishaq. So it shows that when you cry out to Allah, when you make a dua sincerely for a child, Allah will give it to you. Yaqeen rakho. Rabbi habli min Number two, Allah Pak says, Rabbi rahamhuma kama rabbayani sagheera. Allah, show your mercy upon them. As they showered me with mercy when I was small. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina kurrata Allah, make our wives and spouses and children the coolness of our eyes. 
ربی حبلی ملدن کا ضروریتن طیبہ اللہ گرانٹ می فرم یو ٹریجز ضروریتن طیبہ اللہ گیو می ا پائس چائے اللہ گیو می ان اوپینین چائے اللہ گیو می ا با اخلاق چائے انک سمیع الدعاء اللہ یو لسن ٹو آل اور دعاء رب جعلنی مقیم الصلاه ومن ذریتی ربنا وتقبل دعاء ربنا اغفر لي ولوالدي وللمؤمنين يوم يقوم الحساب اگین ا بیوٹیفل دعاء رب اجعلنی مقیم الصلاه رب لا تذرنی فردا وانت خير الوارث اللہ dont leave me alone in this world You are the best provider of ease. So, Mulana, Allah Pak has taught us such beautiful du'as in the Qur'an. Why can't we love our parents like how they showed love to us? <laughs> so, let's take your questions, Mulana. I, w- I have something to say. <laughs> that why children are disobedient? Let's look at it. <clears throat> let's look at it. What is the reason behind this, Ma? <laughs> Number one, and I want each parent to listen very carefully. Uh-huh. And if we are guilty of any of the following, let's try to correct it. Let's try to change our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Let us be more connected with our children. Number one, parents are too busy trying to earn a living for their families. They do not have time to spend with their children. Do you think that will start? Do you think the parents are doing that currently? It's happening, Molana. The parents are leaving at 4 o'clock in the morning. He's coming back 8 o'clock in the night. Ya Allah! He doesn't see his child in the morning when he's leaving. By the time he comes home, supper is done, Molana, and the children are in bed. When does a father get to talk to his kids and engage with his kids. I'm not saying in all cases, but I'm just trying to pick out some of the reasons as I was studying this topic this morning. Mm. That why are children disobedient? It's a great ni'mat from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But are we spending quality time with our children? So one of the reasons why children become disobedient is parents are busy trying to earn a living for their families. We have to go out and earn. Alhamdulillah, now it has become difficult. Even mothers are going early that part of the morning and coming late in the evening. So both parents are not at home. When a child comes back from school or madrasa, the maid is doing the necessary. Alhamdulillah, there was a time 10, 20, 30 years ago, our mothers and sisters were at home to welcome the children when they come from school, madrasa, provide for them meals, talk to them, send them to madrasa, engage with them, help them. But things have changed, and we've got to pay the price, unfortunately, Mulana. The second reason, children are left alone without their parent or adult supervision. Sure. Rana, go to some of the homes and see. And the child comes from school. The child is all alone. 
He has to warm his own food. Directives are given to him. The child is eating alone. No parents, no adult supervision. The only time the child sees the mother or father is in the evening when the child comes. Oh, no, no, what are you going to expect from the child? So, so, that is such a beautiful age, Molana. So, from so, the age of four, five, six, seven, eight. They are like beautiful roses, Balara. If you make their tarbiyat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you such beautiful children. Mm. But where is the start? Dimrana, you're asking a question. Ustad, do you think that affects, uh, it, it will affect uh, the child or, or it will affect the, the, our, our children, Ustad? If they come home and mommy's not there in far, I see somebody says, tell Mulana Salim, my mother leaves us alone with the maid and the current boy. Because my mom, she's the only breadwinner, Ustad. As I'm saying, Mulana's circumstances have changed. It's Indeed. Difficult. I Indeed. understand this. But Mulana, we, we have to organize our lives and prioritize yes, our lives. Yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. See, Mulana, a child comes home. The child needs love. The child is not well. It's got a fever or the child is sick. The child needs the hug of the mother, the comfort of the mother. Mulana, no garden boy or no maid can give that love and muhabbat. Please get this in our heads. Sure. The child needs food, Mulana. The child needs attention. And the third reason, why is it our children are behaving like this? As parents, we have to take some responsibility for our shortcoming. I'm not saying all parents, but some of us. And some parents do not act appropriately in front of their children. Sure. So kids find it okay to do, to do those inappropriate things. This is so true, Marana. As I said, as parents, we need to be role models. Now, my son is smoking. He's on drugs. He's smoking dacha. He's smoking mandrake. He's smoking. Where did this child learn this? Sure. Because the father at home is lighting a cigarette the moment he comes home. He's watching the news. He's reading the newspaper after lunch, before lunch, after supper, before supper. The child is watching my dad. He's lighting a cigarette. The child will become inquisitive. So as parents, we need to be role models. If the father is hitting the mother in front of the child, what are you going to expect that little girl or little boy to think? That it's normal that when I'm going to get married, I'm also going to dish my wife up. I'm also going to stand up for my husband. And the daughter is seeing that the mother and father are fighting. So some parents do not act appropriately in front of their children. So the kids find it okay to those to do those inappropriate. The fourth reason, mm. kids are watching TV. Uh-huh. When you see a child come from school, whether it's play school, the crash or grade R or grade 1, what do we do as parents? We are busy watching our serials. We're busy doing our own matters. We give the child the TV remote. We put on the cartoons, let them watch for hours. And now you want to know why the child's eyesight is damaged, why the child can't think properly, why the child is violent, why the child is aggressive. See what type of programs are promoted on television. (laughs) Kids are watching television. They are watching movies. And yes, it's Morana playing video games. (laughs) Morana, such horrible and frightening games where they promote violence, they promote sex, 
Immodest things, and my child is watching it. Then you want to know, and I want to know, Molana, why is my child so aggressive? Why is my child so abusive? Here's a typical example sent me, somebody sent me a clip this afternoon. Molana, the mother confiscated the cell phone from the boy who's 12 years old. Because obviously he was not paying attention to his work. That child went into a rage. And Molana, he smashed and broke every single item in that house. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. From the kitchen, to the lounge, to the bedroom, to the bathroom, to the toilet. He broke and damaged and crashed everything that came in his sight. And he destroyed it. Why? Because we accustomed them. Yes. We gave them a cell phone. We gave them the privacy. We gave them uh, uh, money to buy a time, whatever it is. So we have to pay the price, Molana. And some parents want to be friends with their children. Rather than being parents. Molana, you can't be joking with your kids all the time. There's room for love and muhabbat. There's room for adab and respect. Discipline is adab. Yes, alhamdulillah. Unse piyar karo, muhabbat karo. Lekin ek Some parents want to be friends with their children rather than being parents. Number six, Molana. Some parents do not set limits for their children. As a father, as a mother, Marana, there should be rules and boundaries that you don't cross this line. We need to teach this to our children. We sit on the eating table. The rules are read out. And this is the respect that is going to be and the adab that's going to be in this home. And no one is exception to the rule. So, Marana, if we have these healthy discussions with our children and we draw up a timetable, how to manage their time, what is their duty? You think, Molana, alhamdulillah, they won't be disciplined and mashallah, children, definitely they will be. Mm. Molana, let's look at some of the things quickly and then mm. I'm going to give you the opportunity to ask. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This anti-social behavior. Molana, if you are not going to teach your children from the time they can speak, what is adab, what is dua, what is salam? How to say please and thank you, meherbani, in public. But sometimes we as parents, we go into a denial mode. And we turn the blind eye. Sometimes you, you have people coming to your home, not the guests to your home, or the family or friends. Those children are so badly misbehaved, you cannot believe it. The damage and destruction that they do, they come to a host house. There's some respect mm. and some other. So sometimes when our kids are antisocial, we must slowly try to make their tarbiyat. Discipline them if they're doing something wrong, but take them away. It's somebody else's house. They worry about their things. They spend money on it. They appreciate whatever little they have. And here comes my child and does complete destruction. This is unacceptable mm. behavior. So we need to start somewhere. And it starts with the mother's lap, Molana. It starts with the father's adab. If we start from the beginning, inshallah, 
and we instill manners, insha'Allah, our children will be, masha'Allah, obedient children. <laughs> well, somebody says, is it parents' fault, Mulana? Definitely it's parents' fault, Mulana. Allah gave you this amanat. Rasulullah said to us as parents, discipline your children, addibu awladakum, discipline your children and teach them three things. Teach them to love Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Teach them to love the family and ahli bayt of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Teach them to recite the Quran. On the other side, Rasulullah said, Allah Ta'ala blesses you with children. Keep a good name. And again, I beg our parents, the young couples, when your child is born, inshallah, get a pious alim in your town or in your area. You need to give azan in the ear of the baby, iqamat on the left ear and azan in the right ear. Take some kajur or honey and make tahniq of the child and make a dua for this child. Because <laughs> shaitan has started this fitna already. When the child is born, and when the child screams, in the hadith it's mentioned, shaitan comes and pinches the child. And the child starts screaming. So shaitan is in action immediately. That's why it said that give azan immediately in the right ear, ikama in the left ear. Make tahniq and make dua for the child. Watch the baby. Change the baby, inshaAllah, Aziz. Are we doing that, Mulana? No. <laughs> Some of us do it, alhamdulillah. But, 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 I got a question, Ustad. Uh, yeah. can, can we go to that extent where we should hit our kids? Can we hit or how much can we hit them or how to hit them or where to hit them? I see there's a, there's a, there's a father here saying that I used to hit my child, respected Malala Salim. Yes, sometimes he goes over the limit, but I hit him out of love, Malala Salim. My child called the police for me for child abuse, and I got locked up for three days, Mulana Salim. I'm, as a father, I'm crying. He's now staying with his nana. He says, I must rot in hell. My name is Sufyan. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi wa ustad. Using violence, using languages, calling bad names to your child is haram and un-Islamic. To hit your child, to hit your wife, or to hit an animal, Monana, is forbidden in Islam. Mm. If you want to discipline your child, mm. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave us a directive mm-hmm. that Adibu awladakum, discipline your children. So Monana, there's many ways to discipline your child. Either I talk, I use reverse cycle with my child, because every day I'm screaming and fighting with the child. Or rather, the child is becoming ziddi, as we say in Urdu. The child is becoming stubborn. You can hit him with a shambok, or you can hit him with a brick, Mulana. It won't make any, any difference to the child, because he's become hard as a rock. You made more damages, you cause more damages. And anyway, corporal punishment in Sharia and in Islam is totally forbidden. Use nasihat. Use hikmat, use wisdom, use incentive. <laughs> you might as well say to the child, hey, beta, if you behave well, inshallah, I will take you for a drive. I will buy you a toy. I will buy you a chocolate. I will buy you a pair of shoes. 
want to give the children incentives. Use different strategies. But 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 but, 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 but I'm going to debate with you this evening. Are you telling me? Are you telling me? I, I can't hit my child or my daughter out of love. I don't mean like hitting is hitting Ustad. There's so many questions. I mean, you telling me if if my child Ustad. I don't know, Stan. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you want to... Here's the father who is crying. The child went and reported the father. Sure. This is the country that we're living in. In the olden days, Murana, our parents gave us hiding, and it was a great mercy as far as I'm concerned. Yes. I have no problem with that, Murana. But time has changed. Our children are different. We have the country that we live in. They have child protection laws. And here is the child went and laid a charge against the father. That's what I'm saying. Heartbreaking. You did everything for this child. Sure. Now the child goes, and you have to discipline the child. The child now goes and reports to the police. The father is locked up. To who does it bring embarrassment? So we need to think about these things, Malana. So my advice is, Malana, instead of hitting the child, inshallah, use hikmat, use muhabbat, <laughs> use incentives, inshallah, aziz. Take the child for counseling or take the child to an alim, inshallah, for du'as. We don't know. The child is troubled. There's something that's troubling yes, the child. Yes, yes, Ustad. Why is this child behaving like this? I'm coming to this here, Mulana. There's a few more points that I want to raise. Because I want each one of us to study that each child of mine is a different. Mulana, these five fingers are all different. Some of my kids are high flyers. Some are average. Some of them are weak. So, Mulana, we can't use the same tactics. For every folk, there's a different stroke, Mulana, as you say, something to that effect. So coming back to your point, he is a father who is now went to prison, was locked up. Sure. Now the child is staying with the grandfather, and the child has said, or the father has said, whatever he has to say. We could have used different ways and means, inshallah, all of these. Mm. Well, then I see the other problem is that when it comes to the disciplining of our children, ah. one parent is disciplining the child, the other parent should not interfere. Because children sometimes, they know how yes. to manipulate Huck. the situation. Huck. It's a reality. Especially when there's <laughs> children that are divorced, Morana, parents are divorced, you'll find that one parent is playing against the other parent. One parent is poisoning the child uh, about the one parent. So, Morana, you have to be very, very careful. So, the basic rule of tarbiyat, Morana, is when one parent is disciplining the child, irrespective if the child is crying or whatever mood the child is showing. Now, I know a father will feel sorry for his child because the mother is very strict and disciplined. It's better you walk away and shed your tears silently but let the mother do the disciplining and doing the adab. You'll never regret that decision. But the moment you butt in there and you try to save the child, the child knows now, my father is my, subhanallah, my supporter. He, he knows the weak point. Uh, while the mother is uh, disciplining the child, the father comes in there and he takes the child away. So the child won the battle. So for Allah's sake, Learn this one principle. If one parent is disciplining the child, the other parent should respect that and kindly and slowly walk away. <laughs> right, let's see what's the reason for the children becoming rebellious. Uh -huh. Some studies have said it's got something to do with genetics. 
it runs in the genes of the family. How far that is true, I'm not a scientist or I'm not a psychologist, but they say it's genetic. It's got something to do in certain families, there is some type of sicknesses or there are some type of what you call abnormal uh, behavior. It's got something to do with genetics. Okay, we'll, we'll take that. The other important thing, Molana, is the child is seeking attention. He's misbehaving because, again, as a father and mother, I'm not giving attention to my child or to my son or my daughter, so they'll throw up a tantrum. They want attention. They want to be taken into consideration. They will do these naughty things. They will do things to annoy you. Simply that they want attention from you. Number five, Molana, they're hungry. Sometimes the children are starving. Molana, the parents are gone. They left the children alone. There's no food left behind at home. The maid is left there. What is she going to do? Molana, the child is hungry. A hungry person is an angry person. <clears throat> we as adults, Molana, when we're hungry, we get angry. Here is a bathroom child that came from school in Madresa. He and the child is hungry. So he's going to throw up a tantrum. See? Sometimes the child is overtired. The child needs to rest. It will show this abnormal behavior. Then is racism, Bonana Allahu Akbar. As small as our kids are, sometimes the way we talk at home about different groups, gee, the children are learning the same thing. Gee, that don't talk to a black child, don't talk to a white child, don't talk to an Indian child. No, Ustad. No, Ustad. Come Those on. Those things are happening, Mona, and it affects a child. Sure. At this young age, Mona, this is what's happening in schools. You see the fights that take place. See the problems. So, inshallah, we need to choose the right school. We need to find the right teachers. We need counselors. We need, inshallah, those who can nurture children. So all these negative things that happens to kids, we want that clear so the child can think positively and act in a proper way. <laughs> and kids also need counseling. Allah May Allah give us tawfiq. <laughs> the other problem that lies here, I'm faced with two in latest month. We have adopted children. The couple has adopted children. It's 10 years gone now. They didn't tell the child that you are not, we are not your biological parents. Again, this is a major problem. Many of us have adopted yatims. We have taken our brother's children because we don't have children. Or I've taken my cousin's children. We haven't told them. Or I went to the welfare and I got a child. Now we bring in children from Palestine, Alhamdulillah, from Morocco, from wherever from the world. We bring them great sawab. The best house is that house where there is a yatim child. But Molana, it has lots of repercussion as well. So it's better that if we adopt a child, inshallah, Aziz, and when the child is of understanding age, according to the understanding of the child, we slowly need to introduce and make the child know that, see, alhamdulillah, we are not your biological. You need the social workers to come in here, and those who specialize with clinical psychologists, inshallah. Talk to them. They will know how to break the news to the children. So from young age, they know. All of a sudden, at the age of 10 and 12, one friend comes and tells them, you know what? So-and-so is not your father. You are adopted. 
They brought you from the hospital. Sure. They brought you from the child welfare. That Mr. So-and-so and Mrs. So-and-so, they're not your mother. What will happen to the child? He loved his parents. He knew nothing from the time he could speak and open his eyes. This was mommy and daddy. Now, after 12 years and 13 years and 14 years, you come and tell me I'm not your mother and father. What do you do? We break that child. And then the children become rebellious. They will do such horrible things because now their mind is disturbed. Everything, the confidence that they had, it just makes them feel worthless. So this is very, very important. That if we adopt children, use hikmat and wisdom at an age where they can understand, get a psychologist or a physical uh, uh, a welfare person, inshallah, to introduce and make the child know what is the reality. Mm, mm, and mm. do you know where all the other, other problems start, Malana? You start. Marriage, Allahu Akbar. My son was perfect, as, or my daughter was perfect. Once they get married, they get influenced by their husband, and then all war starts off. That son that was obedient to the mother now becomes disrespectful. For that daughter that was respectful, she becomes disrespectful, and Morana, it has consequences. Ustad, <laughs> Allah give you a long life, Ustad. You just touched. You just. You just touched a, a, a question that came in, and it says here, uh, our daughter-in-law took our only son away from us, Morana Salim. He's not allowed to call us or to message us. My son, this is the mother saying, Ustad, my son, Mommy Jamila loves you and misses you a lot. Please come and visit our, come and visit your papa. He's not doing well at all. I love you, my only son. I must pinch in your cheeks. Mommy will never ever hate you because you're my only. Ah, come on, Ustad. Come on, and you, Ustad, and you're telling me we're not allowed, ah, we're not allowed to eat our kids. No, Ustad, no, man. No, it's one is one you got kids and you got adults. This is an adult who's married. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the mere fact that you look at your mother or father sure. with love and muhabbat, Allah gives you the sawab of one hajj. So one sahabi said, if I look at my father or my mother a hundred times in the day, will Allah ta'ala grant me that amount of sawab and reward? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, definitely. So Mulana, I understand certain times you need to put your foot down as a husband. A wife needs to be obedient to her husband. That is a good wife. Jiski ji hayaho, she must have modesty. One. Jiski dil neki ho. She must have good thoughts in her heart. When she speaks, she must speak with love. She must be in the service of her husband and her children. That's a good wife. Dos ka dos, dos hota hai. How can you love the son and don't love the son's mother, Mulana? What logic is this? Astaghfirullah. And Mulana, when we are now doing what you call proposals, we need to check all this out. It's becoming a, such a serious matter. Sure. There's so much muhabbat in the family, and one daughter, daughter-in-law comes, or one son-in-law comes, and there's damal, Mulana, and there's disunity and fight. Because in the end, it's about status, it's about money, ek is ek. I will do what I want. You either follow me or hit the highway. That's the attitude we have. Mm. It's sad. 
Here is this mother that's crying. She's pining for her son. Her fa- his father is weeping and sobbing. Sure. What is he going through? Does the son know what is going to happen to him? He's going to have children. His children are going to treat him like this. He- then what's the sense going there by the janaza and crying, Morana? Mm-hmm. It's now. It's senseless. When he was alive, you couldn't send flowers. Now you're taking flowers by the Kabristan. No, this is unacceptable behavior. That's why for Allah's sake, I'm begging. But whenever you go for a proposal, Malana, find out the background of the boy. Likewise, find out the background of the girl. What type of manners, what types of other, or what is the, the, the behavior of that family? Malana, in certain families, it's known. They've got a lot of anger in them. There's too much of commotions in that family. There's too much of destruction in that family. People come to know about it. You're not going and making tajassus. You're not going and uh, eavesdropping or finding out and making suspicious uh, talks. No. It's known in the family and community that family has this weakness. So, no, no. We need to be better in our judgment that who are we choosing? Somebody that's going to come and bring unity and foster muhabbat? Or are we going to bring somebody who's going to 30 years of unity, 20 years of unity, Mulana? will come in one week of the mm-hmm. nikah after the nikah will destroy the unity and muhabbat and respect of the family. I, I, I just feel, I feel this youngster, sorry, Ustad. I mean, his beloved mother says, I must pinching your cheeks. I mean, I mean, Ustad, if that doesn't touch you, Ustad, what's your advice to the doubting law, Ustad? Some alims or alimas should go and speak to the daughter-in-law and to her parents. Let history repeat itself. Yes. Gee? And then see how she feels. This is abnormal behavior, Mulana. If this is being selfish, this is being narcissist, Mulana. But everything must revolve around me. No. Mulana, somebody should speak to the sister, inshallah. She should go for talim, inshallah. And know what are the rights of parents, what are the rights of husbands, wives, and children. So that, inshallah, her akhirah can be made in this dunya and in the akhirah. <laughs> she should apologize, inshallah, and she should, inshallah. That son also, Monana, he mustn't be a silly fool. Yes, Ustad. He must stand up. He must stand up for his rights. This is my mother. This is my father, and nobody is going to stop me. Monana, you can't be like this, you know, suppressed by your wife. Sure. Yes, Allah Ta'ala made men superior. 100%. But it doesn't that mean that a woman must be disrespectful and disobedient? She came as a guest in that house, Maulana. She should live like a guest. It's sad that this is happening in so many families, Maulana. When the daughter-in-law now takes the son, son away, the parents are deprived, the brothers and sisters. I'm not saying many homes or all homes, Indeed. but this is the problem Indeed. in some of the homes. Mm. So Maulana, the husband, one is the rights of the wife, he must fulfill it. But more than the wife, it's the mother's haq. Do you understand? In Shariat, Murana, the maqam of a mother mm-hmm. is irreplaceable. So, yes, your wife, Allah Ta'ala will give you many wives, but you'll never get a mother. Gee? Allah Ta'ala gives you three things once in your lifetime. Allah gives you youth once in your lifetime. Allah gives you beauty once in your lifetime. Mm. And Allah gives you parents once in your lifetime. So if you're going to miss the golden opportunity to serve your parents, love your parents, Serve them, or not, you'll never get a set of parents again. Mm. You may get many other wives, alhamdulillah, but you'll never get a mother. Mm. All right. We also want the mothers to be, also be fair, or not. They should also, let's, let's balance the scale. 
Ji, the mother-in-laws also, Murana, should treat the daughter-in-laws with respect. Mm-hmm. It works two ways, Murana. If you want adab, then give adab. You want respect, then give respect. Murana, you can't be all the time finding fault in your daughter-in-law, screaming at her, shouting at her, condemning her, saying nasty things behind the back, Murana. No, we must foster love. Like how I would love my children to be advised. I'll advise my daughter with muhabbat and love. My daughter-in-law, some of the daughter-in-laws, Mulana, I hear from them. They tell me we love our mother more than... We love our mother-in-law just like how we love our mother. Gee, I don't mind staying with my mother-in-law. Subhanallah. It shows on their face the happiness and joy. And for some of them, it's just Azab's thing. Just the best thing is to do is to stay separate. But respect other and dignity must never, ever be compromised. May Allah Ta'ala protect us and Allah protect our marriages. Somebody says here, Ustad, that uh, uh, my children are out of, out of uh, control. Uh, it says my children are out of control. What do I do, Mulana Salim? I have two daughters. I'm a single mom. I got divorced a few, few years back. But now my daughters are meeting boys and smoking weed, Mulana Salim. I need help as a mom. The father had, has moved on and remarried, Ustad. I mean... I mean, what does a mother do, start the children? Well, what's, the, what's the rule of custody in Islam? Ah. Till the age of seven, the child stays with the mother. Mm. Because now it's time for other discipline and instilling values. Once a girl becomes balir, now she needs adab, respect, sternness, strictness, love, and integrity. That's why Sharia balanced it and said, till the age of seven, a child, if it's a boy, can stay with the mother, and the girl, till the age she becomes balir and starts menstruating, she'll stay with the mother, and after that, the custody should be given to the father, mm. provided the father's akhlaq, his respect, his taqwa is of, of a good caliber. Alhamdulillah. It's no use giving the daughter to a father who is a drunkard, yes. who is a drug addict, yes. and yeah, he comes and claims that these are my daughters and I'm taking them. Shariat is very, very particular. The best interest of the child will be taken into consideration. Here is a mother, she's divorced, right? Teenagers are teenagers. Molana is a very big challenge for parents to monitor them and discipline them and instill values in them. So because the fatherly figure is missing, a male figure is missing, uh, uh, adult supervision is missing, Molana, these girls are now gone out of hand. Hmm. I'm not sure about the age. I'm not sure about the madrasa, the Islamic, what you call knowledge. Who are their friends? Who are they associating with? Is their talim at home? Is their namaz at home? Is their tilawat, the Quran at home? I'm not sure, but the mother should get up at the hajjud time, cry to Allah Ta'ala, Ke Allah protect my daughters, Allah protect their iman, Allah protect their integrity. Nothing more greater than and crying for Allah, crying to Allah for the iman and the hifaz. But 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 I, but I think our daughters are uh, they they gone out of hand, Ustad. I think our daughters as well they they are to be blamed. I see there's a listener saying yeah, I, I got so many questions Ustad coming in. Somebody says yeah, what is the punishment of a daughter swearing her mother F and B's and telling her I wish you had never ever given birth to me. My mom, she's 69 years old. She's crying, listening to you right now, Ustad. Sure. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect that daughter from punishment of azab. 
for you to even say oof, forget using the F and the B word. Allah Pak says, Wala takullahuma oof. Don't even say ah. Like how sometimes when our parents tell us to do something, we say ah. We frown. The Quran is very clear. Wala takullahuma oof. Wala tanharhuma. And don't jerk them. When they speak to you, gee, speak sweetly to the mother who taught you how to speak. Don't be a badbakh, as we say in Urdu. Gee, don't be a cursed individual. And that is a mother. You're speaking to your mother. You're a daughter. How much more adab this girl should have for her mother? Astaghfirullah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it very clear in the Quran. When it comes to parents, وَلَا تَكُلَّهُمَا أُفْ وَلَا تَنْهَرْهُمَا And this is exactly what these teenage girls are doing, Mulana. I mean, a lot of families are going through this way. They are now big. They've got friends. They're earning money. MashaAllah, they think they're smart. They're not listening to the mother. The mother cannot control them. If you say anything, that's exactly what they say. Can you imagine a mother, a girl is saying to her mother, I, I wish you never gave birth to me. What a great, ungrateful person. Sometimes those statements can lead to kufr. They don't realize what they're saying. May Allah make it easy for this mother. You know, when children are disobedient, there's a wadifa, Ya Shahidu. A thousand times, Ya Shahidu. Ya Shahidu, Ya Shahidu. Hidru Sharif 11 times in the beginning and end and make them in a glass of water and give them to drink or make dua after that or get up at the Hajj time and cry to Allah. Allah, protect the Iman and the Izzat of my children. It's sad, Mulana. This Western world, we can't blame the West, Mulana. We must blame ourselves. There's no use shutting the door gee, when the rogue is already inside. So we need to tie our camel, place our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we don't want to see this day ever in our lives, Mulana. Allah Pak must not put this to any parent to hear, to see his, their children being so disobedient and disrespectful and ungrateful. Mm. It's the worst day that you can ever think of. And you see tears in your mother's eyes and your father's eyes. No, no, that's the worst thing that you can ever do. You don't know how Allah Ta'ala will turn the table. And then tomorrow when you see yourself, in difficulty and hardship, then it will be just too late. Your parents are gone. You didn't get a chance to ask for forgiveness. And sometimes you'll be even deprived of the janaza namaz. Mm. So many times I've seen a lot of children, a lot of people who swore their parents, who hit their parents. They never even saw the face of their mother or father. They didn't even have the opportunity to read the salatu janaza. Allah deprived them. And as I said to you, in the morning, I was saying to you, Mawlana, that one Sahabi asking him to read the Shahadat, La ilaha illallah, Shadu Allah, ilaha illallah, he was not reading. Mm. Rasulullah was informed. Rasulullah said, Can I speak to the mother? The mother was brought forward. Rasulullah asked her, What's wrong with your son? He says, She said that he gave preference to his wife over me. He entreated me. I will never forgive him. Rasulullah said to the Sahaba, Go and bring wood and come burn a bonfire. We're going to throw him in. So the mother got worried and she said, Ya Rasulullah, are you going to throw my son in the fire? And she said, Rasulullah said, definitely I will throw him. The mother said, no, please don't do that. I'm forgiving him. 
And when the mother forgave him, when they rushed to Al-Kama, he just read the kalima, La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah, and passed away. Yeah, so what could happen to those to those people who are ill-treating their mothers and fathers? Yeah. My worst fear is that at the time of moth, they will be deprived of the kalima. <laughs> Allah will take away all their rosy and barakah. And thirdly, exactly as how they treated their parents, their own children will do the very same thing, one day or the other. Hussan, I've got a very sad question coming in before we terminate the show. Uh, somebody says here, yeah, I as a father, uh, respected Mulana Arafat and respected Mulana Salim, I curse my children. They disown me and their mother. Allah will deal with you all. You can have all the money in the world, but your day will come, my children. Mommy might not curse you all, because she still loves you all, but I curse you all as a father. Imagine, Mulana Salim, the Hindu people gave us a shelter, a place to stay behind the house. I will start, man. We start, no, come on, man, we start. Astaghfirullah. Mulana, this is the saddest thing in our community. Where there is a lack of ilm and knowledge, Mulana, this is the type of behavior. Uh, my request to that father, <laughs> Allah sake, if your children are still Muslims and have got Iman, make dua for their hidayah. I know it's painful, but Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, don't curse your children. Because the moment you utter those words of curse, Allah ta'ala accepts it, and those children will suffer. They'll be punished in this dunya before they are mort. Forget what's going to happen after that. And then you are going to sit and hold your head and cry. So let's try to make peace. They should get some alims, they molana, or the social workers, <laughs> or whichever Islamic organization is in that community or area or that town from where this gentleman has put this question forward. Inshallah, let's try to find a place for those parents <laughs> where they can be comfortable, inshallah, they can be taken food and shelter could be provided for them from the Islamic organization. Ustad, don't the children feel hard so to do that to their mother or father? Ustad, come on. At least have a heart. Their heart, their heart is gone hard as a rock, Molana. There's no light there. There's no iman there. They cannot see. There's all they see is darkness. Sure. They're blind. And this is what happens, Molana. When you commit such grave gunas by disobedient to your parents, Molana, his heart turns black. No nur, no hidayat, no ilm, nothing penetrates that heart. But at least I can say, you know what, I'm feeling uh, sorry. I must go and apologize to my parents. I'm going to ask them for mafi, beg them, try to make good for them before they leave this world. And I promise you, Mulana, the day they leave this world, these children who did this to their parents, Mulana, it will be a very sad day in their lives. <laughs> We're not making that dua for them. We're making dua for the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at large. Ke Allahumma khfir Ummata Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma arham Ummata Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma tajawuz an Ummati Sayyidina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yes, me, Mawana, it's good that the brothers and sisters have brought this in the fore. The ulama should start giving khutbahs and lectures, inshaAllah. We're speaking about every other thing, Mawana. But what's happening currently in our society, in our community, Mulana, mm. I appeal to all the ulama and khatibs, inshallah, in all the madaris, inshallah, this topic 
maybe the last on a Friday, inshallah, they teach akhlaq. One is there, you teach them the kitab. But inshallah, if they'll start with stani, inshallah, give them a good talk about respect, the haq of parents, the haq of children, the haq of animals. So many hukuk. So that inshallah, you know, إِذَا تَقَرَّرَ تَقَرَّرَ فِي الْقَلْبِ The more you repeat something, Mawlana, it will stick into your heart. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, Allah forgive our shortcomings. Because these types of gunas and behavior invite the wrath of Allah. And you always saw when Allah's azab comes, Mawlana, it takes everybody in one swipe. Good, bad, masjid, madresa. When Allah Ta'ala's azab comes, everything is destroyed. We leave it there, inshallah. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Ameen. 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 And Allah Ta'ala instill the love and muhabbat. Ameen. Ameen. Marana, kiss your father. Kiss your mother. Go and kiss them on their forehead, Marana. Buy them a gift. And inshallah, request dua from them tonight. Yes. Before you or I close our eyes, Marana. Ameen. Allah Ta'ala grant all of them jannah to Firdaus. Ameen. Wa aqiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alayhi. Seven minutes after ten, South African time. Said, said, said indeed. You see, when, when, when we say what is happening with the Ummah, what is wrong with us? What is wrong? Where are we going wrong, my beloved listeners of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah? To all those youth, youngsters, those who are married, you still have a mother, you still have a father, you heard Mulana Salim Karim what he said. Phone them, call them, go and ask them for mouth. Wallahi al-Azim. Hug them, kiss them. Make the best of them while they're still alive. Make the khidmat. Wallahi al-Azim. Wake up. Oh, youth out there, wake up. Never mind, my beloved listeners of Marqa Sahaba. Allah Ta'ala will, will accept, will accept all of our good deeds. Please look after your parents. Look after your parents, my beloved youth out there. See you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program, Asafina to Ilal Jannah. From myself, Brother Lakolo, our beloved senior Ustad, Hazrat Malana Salim Karim, Allahumma Hadina wa Hadibina wa Hadina Sajamia. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.